it's Natasha. And it's Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. That was interesting. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in (laughs) to our (laughs) 45th episode of Woken Free. Can you believe it's been that long already? Of course I can. (laughs) Everyone, you lose a little bit of your life, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Excellent day, love. All right, for Woken Free Nation, uh, we thank you for tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday. You know that Woken Free, our podcast, is all about being real and honest with each other and with you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about time. But before we dive deep into this uh uh, downward spiral <laughs> of a subject. Uh, we have a couple of ground rules to cover. Cover First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, or iHeartRadio? If not, please do. You can go to WokenFree.com to see where our show is on all our different platforms. Second, have you shared an episode with friends or family? If you haven't, please do. We greatly appreciate your support and love for the podcast. Third, if you haven't spoken to us on social media, we'd love to hear from you. You can easily find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. And then lastly, if you're in the mood to review an episode or two, please do so on any of the platforms that we're on. Like I said, you'll see all of our platforms on WokenFree.com. And again, we greatly appreciate your support and uh, your critical analysis. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared our favorite way to celebrate July 4th. This week, we're sharing the one moment when we really needed more time, oddly oh. enough. <laughs> That's interesting. Um... Ultimately, I would say, I don't know if there's any one moment I really needed more time than probably that feeling when I was uh, taking the bar exam because no one goes into the bar exam saying, oh man, I had so much time, right? So outside of that though, I mean, you get the general feeling of like, oh, I wish I had more time on that algebra test or, oh, I wish I had more time on, you know, this task. But I would say the greatest feeling of like feeling like I needed more time was probably during the bar, but the joke's on you because I still passed. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't need more time for that then. One time wonder, guys. In and out. That's all I do. So <laughs> all right, ultimately, that's... I didn't really need the time, but I had that feeling of like, ugh, you know, wanting more time. Yeah, I think most people probably want more time on a test. That mm-hmm. makes sense. I mean, I think about a more calmer time when I was winning lots of money at the roulette table. I'd say I want to be in that exact moment winning even more money. Lies and, and fairy tales. Having like a luck streak. I need more time to be on that streak. Lies and fairy tales. That's what I, if that's what I would do if I had more time. You're telling tall tales to Woken Free Nation. What? Lots and lots of money. I would have if I had more time. I was winning either way, and I would have been up even more if I had more time. Okay, Frodo. <laughs> but it's but my time is it's contingent on the luck that I have. So same luck. And same and more time. That would be what I needed. You're feeding into every gambler's <laughs> uh, ambitions, ambitions, and their mind right now. But okay, yep. Well, I, most gamblers probably want more money. 
and to more time, more time to to think maybe. right and make make the right decision. <laughs> I just, and I just pick need the time. right horse and pick the right dog and all this other stuff. I can't. All right. Well, we should probably get into the topic if you think that's a good time to do it. Most likely. So now is now is the best time then. There's no time like now. Si, señor. Then what is time all about? Ah, someone wanted to rhyme. Dope. Love it, love it. Stay on the lookout for the album, guys. Uh, oh, from you. Nice. <laughs> You're good. Clearly, clearly, yes. I see what kind of episode this is going to be. Uh, <laughs> first and foremost, as per usual, guys, you know the drill. We love to share the resources as to what is supporting our conclusions and the conversation that we're having every episode, every week. So first one out of the gate is from Science Daily, and they go into quite the definition as to what time is. So let me work you through this. Uh, first, the concept of time is self-evident. An hour consists of a certain number of minutes, a day of hours, and a year of days. But we rarely think about the fundamental nature of time. Time is passing nonstop, and we follow it with clocks and calendars. Yet we cannot study it with a microscope or experiment with it. And it still keeps passing. We ca just cannot say what exactly happens when time passes. Time is represented through change, such as the circular motion of the moon around Earth. The passing of time is indeed closely connected to the concept of space. And then the article goes on to further saying, according to the general theory of relativity, space or the universe emerged in the Big Bang some 13.7 billion years ago. Before that, all matter was packed into an extremely tiny dot. That dot also contained the matter that later became, came to be the sun, the earth, the moon, the heavenly bodies that tell us about passing of time. So that's a lot and probably <laughs> offensive to some people who don't believe in Big Bang. But y'all know we have to be woke and free. So if you have a problem, come with it. Well, if you don't believe in Big Bang, you got to have some other explanation of how things came to be, I would say. Hallelujah. <laughs> and why would that, that doesn't preclude the Big Bang either way. <laughs> Ooh, that is definitely a topic. Can you believe in Big Bang and uh, creationism as given by the Christian Bible? Mm, I don't well, know. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other topic. When I think of time, though, what I, I always think back to the book that I read by Stephen Hawking's A Briefer History of Time, yep. which is like a, it's an a, amendment to his original book, A Brief History of Time. And then what he does is he talks about space and time, but I, I like how he takes these complex ideas and he kind of breaks it down just for, I guess, a little bit above average people. But if, as long as you have a brain, you can kind of get what's going on. And he has like he has different examples of, you know, to kind of give you a better understanding of how space really works. Uh -huh. But in terms of his definition of times, he describes uh, time in his in the chapter called the arrow of time. So the, there's actually three versions of time that he goes over. The first one is the thermodynamic era of time. And what he says here is uh, everything tends towards a disorderly state. Like, think of when you drop your favorite mug and it breaks into pieces. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like things tending towards a disorderly state. The mug doesn't, like, magically mend itself. It, mm -hmm. it breaks in pieces, and that's a more disorderly, you know, that's more disorderly than before. Mm -hmm. And another word for that is entropy, which the science heads probably already know. Mm -hmm. They know that word. Humans try to create order, but they actually cause disorder in the process, like burning fossil fuels to make plastic containers. That's mm -hmm. another process where 
you're actually adding entropy to the universe. Mm -hmm. The second description of time is the psychological arrow of time. Our minds actually recognize that things t uh, tend towards this order, which goes along, you know, with the the first uh, description of time, the thermodynamic arrow of time. But the reason this is is we see that in that we remember the past and not the future. Mm -hmm. Unless you're like me, who is your friendly neighborhood seer, you can't see the future. But this type of time, <laughs> it's closely related. You know, it's it's really, it goes kind of hand in hand with the, like I was saying, with the first thermodynamic arrow of time. The third arrow of time is the cosmological one. And this one describes the universe as expanding and not contracting. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what we uh, scientists see so far, that the universe is actually expanding. And then what I also like to note about time is that it's not absolute and it's actually based on the observer. And later on, I'll actually have some interesting scenarios to better illustrate it. Well, yeah, I think basically that whole conversation was super confusing. And <laughs> <laughs> Arrows of time, just remember that. I think what, how I would interpret what you just said is that time is not a finite conclusion or idea or concept, but rather... It is uh, something that is perceivable by you or someone else and that it's fluid in nature and that it can be defined and or measured and or interpreted in different ways. Is that true? Um, so now I confuse you. Yeah, that's more, that's more confusing to me. Because what, what, oh, what I was seeing is that time is in general flowing in the same direction. But you kept talking about everything. these different types of time, like so. I just I found that to be confusing. Well, there's but. one time in terms of like matter that looks shows that time is moving in one direction. Then our brain seems to move in one direction, and then the universe is moving in one so direction. So moving forward, are yeah, you basic, suggesting yeah, that basically. there are you saying that there's times that like the way that you can find it is to move forward, to move backwards, or to not move at all, or something? Just, I mean, like, well, yeah, we're always moving towards. Currently, we're always moving towards the future. We're not moving towards the past. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I mean. That that's kind of where the time, the arrow of time was going. It's it's literally like which way is an arrow pointing, and, the, gotcha. and it seems that all the arrows are pointing in the same direction right now, all which right. is forward. They don't. They're not pointing to our past. Like we're not going in reverse. It's not like we remember something and that exact event happens again and again and again. Then you can actually say time, the arrow of time is changing because it's going one direction, then it's switching going the other direction, but that's not happening. All right. With that, <laughs> I think our dog is saying time to move on. So uh, <laughs> how about this? How do people or cultures interpret time across this planet? Well, I looked up uh, this article by Popular Science, and mm -hmm. I think the, the title actually explains it, and it's the title of the article is Time is Understood Very Differently Across Cultures. Uh -huh. According to the article, again, the arrow of time is oriented by the... Or actually, this is a little bit different. The arrow of time is oriented by the direction of one's writing. Uh -huh. English writers, we think left to right, yep. Arabic right to left, and Chinese top to bottom. So when they describe time, they actually describe it in terms of that. So Interesting. a Chinese person would see time as flowing top to bottom, which I don't think English speakers really. If you were if you were to make a timeline, and we would write, we would show our left timeline to right, yeah. left to right, past things on the left, and present on the right. Yeah, present would be towards the right, and future to the far right. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, 
the Aymara people of the Andes, they think past lies ahead where they can see it since they experienced it, which I don't know. That's kind of funny <laughs> to think of it like On that. On a timeline going to the right or no? Yeah. Interesting. They feel that their past is ahead of them and they're going backwards to the future. Isn't that kind of weird? But that, that that's what they think. Seems pretentious in nature, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then also descriptions of time is interesting. So the Swedish, they describe a day as long. Spanish describe it as full. And there was actually an experiment where a short line was drawn and it was grown over uh, three seconds, followed by a longer line, like drawn and grown over the same duration. And that tricked the Swedish people into thinking that more time had elapsed, even though it was the same amount of time, just a longer line. And the same experiment was uh, performed on a group of Spanish people, and it, it didn't trick them. They knew that the time was the same. And another experiment was performed with by like filling up a cylinder or a cup, and the fuller cylinder actually made Spanish people think more time had passed. But again, the Swedes were not tricked by this experiment. They weren't fooled into thinking like it was a longer time period just because the cylinder was full. So how people think about time also, it kind of, <laughs> I guess, it tricks them to how they how long did how long things take. I mean. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, cultures see time as different. Interesting. It's not the same across the board. All right, well, I found this article on Business Insider that really broke down time in a different way as to kind of what you were talking about, and I thought it was uh, very funny as to how they went into just talking about the American culture first, and so they were first talking about linear time, and so they said, you know, let's begin with the American concept of time for theirs, is the most expensive, as anyone who has had to deal with American doctors, dentists, or lawyers will tell you. Uh, for an American, time is truly money. In a profit-oriented society, time is a precious, even scarce commodity. It flows fast, like a mountain river in the spring, and if you want to benefit from its passing, you have to move fast with it. Americans are people of action. They cannot bear to be idle. The past is over, but the present you can seize parcel and package and make it work for you in the immediate future. And then they shared this chart of, like, Similar to what you were saying, a line from the left to right, past being the left, present being the center, future being the further right. And uh, and it goes on to essentially talking about the American greed a bit more. <laughs> you know, it's funny, the thing with the packaging, it, isn't that interesting how it says the present mm -hmm. can be parcel and package, like an actual present. I don't know if that's where the word comes from, the present, the gift. Oh, that's Isn't interesting. Isn't that funny? Did yeah, you think maybe. about it like that? I didn't even think Parcel about that. Parcel and package. Yeah. Also, present can be thought of as a gift. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that... There might be a tie. We have, maybe. We have to look that up and see. Then it goes on to talking about multi-active time. And so it says, Southern Europeans are multi-active rather than linear active. And uh, they suggest reading Lewis's analysis of cultures as multi-active, linear active, and reactive. So you can find this article and all articles mentioned on WokenFree.com. And they go on to saying, the more things they can do at the same time, the happier and more fulfilled they feel. They organize their time and their lives in an entirely different way from Americans, Germans, and the Swiss. Multi-active peoples are not interested in schedules or punctuality. They pretend <laughs> to observe them, especially if a linear active partner or colleague insists on it. But they consider the present reality to be more important than appointments. 
in their ordering okay. of things, priorities given to the relative thrill or significance of each meeting. Then the article goes on to saying Spaniards, Italians, and Arabs will ignore the passing of time if it means that con conversations will be left unfinished. For them, completing a human transaction is the, is the best way they can invest their time. For an Italian, time considerations will usually be subjected to human feelings. Why are you so angry? Because I came at 9.30. He asks his German colleague, because it says 9 in my diary, says the German. Then why don't you write 9.30 and then we'll both be happy, is a logical Italian <laughs> response. Uh, and, and it goes on That's to even more and more. So the point is, I think, culturally kind of like what you're saying, how we view time and how we apply time is, is what, a little bit of what I was discussing is interesting. And I just think that, I just think it's funny as Americans. Some people don't respect time either. That too, <laughs> yeah, people show. don't respect time. Like, and eh, then, just write whatever you want. And then some it's people are kind of mocked be. for uh, valuating time too much. It seems like they are saying that Americans might be, North Americans or Americans might be valuating it to a point of uh, it being too disrespectful. But oh, I... Wow. I don't know. I mean, because they talk about kind of like comparing the fact that like, you know, if you don't know that how Americans feel about time, speak to a lawyer, doctor or, you know, like, yeah. damn. Wow. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you understand what time is, I think that's maybe why Americans have that approach. But Okay. It's a lot, guys. You can go into WokenFree.com to, like, read more about what, what the, the Business Insider article talks about, but it's very fascinating. I mean, they go on to talking about, like, the Asian comparisons between the Chinese, the Japanese. It's, like, super interesting. Uh, how do you think time really affects our lives? All right, so I turn to WebMD, which mentions how daylight savings time actually mm. affects our health. Okay. Yeah, so what this article was talking about was that the extra evening light actually helps cut the number of car accidents down. Interesting. Which, that makes sense, you know. You have more light, you're less likely to get in an accident. Mm -hmm. It also said people are more likely to do something active outdoors for longer. Okay. More sunlight again. People may be less focused at work on Monday after springing forward. I guess that's because you lose some Daylight of your time. savings, yeah. Yeah, you lose some of your time, and that'll actually, you got to kind of make it up on that Monday. Um, night owls like myself will feel sleepier than early birds for up to three weeks after the time change. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. You're still affected that long by it. And then this one was interesting that heart attacks are more likely to happen than to like level off. I don't know what Probably that's the about, stress but, and the anxiety of the time change. Attacks. And, uh, you know, yeah. Listen, we're too, we're too greedy and we're eating too much steak here in America. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we get, right? Yeah. Uh, I found an article on positivepsychology.org.uk. Shout out to UK. Uh, and <laughs> to UK? <laughs> Not the positive psychology people? Yes, but they're in the UK. So oh, okay. <laughs> it embraces and encompasses them. For sure. All right. And uh, they were talking about the concept in this article of time famine, meaning it has become familiar slogan in both academic literature and popular media. Uh, about 34% of people feel rushed all the time and 61% never having any excess time and 40% saying that time is a bigger problem for them than money. Uh, <laughs> article, nice. The article goes on to saying time has a vicious habit of slipping through our fingers, leaving us with the feeling that instead of being in charge of our own time, it is driving us. We are not just busy at work, we are busy everywhere, at home, on the golf course, even on holidays. 
and your time perspective it talks about is the kind of glasses you habitually put on when you look at the world around you and at yourself. So there are five main subtypes of time perspectives. There's future, past negative, past positive, present, hedonistic, hedonistic, hedonistic. and hedonistic, and present, fatalistic. Fatalistic, yes. <laughs> and uh, so it goes on to describing what each of those are. So, like, the person who's predominantly future-oriented is concerned with working for future goals and rewards, often at the expense of present enjoyment, delaying gratification, and avoiding time-wasting temptations, a.k.a. entrepreneurs who are succeeding. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Is that how I would define that group of people? Yeah. Uh, the present hedon hedonistic people are people that are living in the moment. It's a pleasure seeker. It's someone who enjoys high intensity activities, seeks thrills and new sensations, and loves adventures. Children primarily fit this category. Unfortunately, th such behavior can have negative consequences. And then uh, the article goes on to describing the other categories of people. So the present hedonists are people who are at risk of giving into their temptations, right? And kind of living uh, a more dangerous life, potentially alcohol, drug abuse, risky driving, accidents. The present fatalistic people, they are all focused about the helplessness, homelessness, hopelessness, and a belief that outside forces control one's life, like spiritual or governmental okay, forces. Government. <laughs> That's fascinating. Maybe a little paranoia there. That's interesting. Uh, and then there's the Tiny people uh, like focusing on the past where that's like a focus on family, tradition, continuity of self over time, focus on history. So kind of just like that can be good or bad depending upon, I guess, what that experience, those experiences are. But ultimately, you know, it's again, this concept of time is very expansive in nature and it has different perspectives. So uh, hopefully you're following along and you're not just like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, all right. Then this is a juicy question. Can time be manipulated? Two full two two answers to to that question for me. First, personally, yes, I'm a I firmly believe that time can be traveled. I believe you can travel backwards. I believe you can travel forward. No, I do not have the science to support <laughs> that theory, but I in my bones think that it's absolutely possible. <laughs> Now, if I want to share some research, go to Scientific American, which you can find on WokenFree.com, where they pose this question of, according to current physical theory, is it possible for a human being to travel through time? And one of the leading researchers in this area is William A. Hiscock, a professor of physics at Montana State University, and he shared his thoughts on the matter. And to answer the question, he said, you have to be a bit more specific about what we mean by traveling through time. Discounting the everyday progression of time, he says the question can be divided into two parts. Is it possible within a short time, less than a human lifespan, to travel into the distant future? And then the second question being, is it possible to travel into the past? And just to talk about the moving forward in the short time, he goes on and elaborates saying that our current understanding of fundamental physics tells us that the answer to the first question is a definite yes, and the, to the second it's a maybe. The mechanism for traveling into the distant future is to use the time dilation effect of special relativity, which states that a moving clock appears to click tick more slowly the closer it approaches the speed of light. This effect has been overwhelmingly supported by experimental tests, and it applies to all types of clocks. 
including biological aging. And he goes on to say, if one were to depart from the Earth in a spaceship that could accelerate continuously at a comfortable 1G, an acceleration that would produce a force equal to the gravity at the Earth's surface, one would begin to approach the speed of light relative to the Earth within a year. As the ship continued to accelerate, it would come ever closer to the speed of light and its clocks would appear to run at an even slower rate relative to the Earth. So under such circumstances, a round trip to the center of our galaxy and back to the Earth, a distance of some 60,000 light years, could be completed in only a little bit more than 40 years of ship time. And he goes on and on and on and on. I don't want to blow your minds, guys. But that's, <laughs> yeah, when you consider that, that's the person on the ship felt it was 40 years, but actually... Well, it's hard to say actually, but yeah. when you come back to Earth, it will be 60,000. It'll be 60,000 light years later. <laughs> That's what you got to realize. The ship will only be 40 years old, but Earth will be 60,000 years in the future. So effectively, the person has traveled to the future. Is your head spinning, guys? Like, this is uh, Woken Free Nation. This is interesting, right? But what do you think, Khalil? Can time be manipulated? Well, I've got a secret. I actually talked to my buddy, Thanos, and he tells me time can be manipulated. Just with a snap of the fingers. Spoiler alert. No spoilers here. I'm just telling you. I just have a buddy and his name is Thanos. I don't know. Is there anybody else named Thanos that you know of? Are you sharing that you have mental health issues? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had an episode on mental health. So people need to check that out. They'll find out. Yeah. They'll find out the truth on mental health. Facts you speak. Yeah, shout out to Faith, who is our special guest. Uh, yes. Okay, so you're saying but, there's this creature named Thanos that's in your head that's telling I you. I didn't say in my head. I said Thanos told me this. In he, your head, yep. Thanos told me time could Where be manipulated. Where did you hear it? Was this person on the phone? <laughs> Not a, why would Thanos contact me on the phone? He's oh. my homie. Oh, so he texted you. <laughs> text. he, oh, he slid into your DM. Yeah, he hit me on the DM. <laughs> of course. Where else? Where else would he hit me up on? Even better, he hit you up on, on Snapchat. Yeah, it was crazy. He was snapping and chatting. And doing oh, jeez. I don't know. He, he had was, a special lens filter on. He was snapping on. and chatting. Yeah. He had one of them cool filters on. Like, yeah, it was You're nuts. You're literally like an eight-year-old trying to describe social media. <laughs> no, he did have a filter on. He Come was on. a filter, yeah. Yeah, they used On his filters. picture? On his Snapchatting, Snapchat. He had deal. a cat face, right? <laughs> Very nice. Very yeah, nice. something like that. But you could just see it that... Time is def time can definitely be manipulated. It's just in gravity by gravity's manipulating it for one. And then as you were saying earlier, if you're traveling really fast, your time's manipulated. So obviously time can be manipulated. It's just can you really go into the past? I don't know. I think that's that's just like a bunch of bollocks, as the UK people would like to say, because how can you really do that? I mean, it's already it's an occurrence that happened. The future is easier to get to because you can just travel really fast and you'll get to the future easy that's it might be hard to travel fast but that can be done someday but to go to the past what mechanism would reverse the disorder that's <laughs> inherently shows us the arrow of time moving forward like if our universe starts contracting maybe things can start going in reverse but i don't think humans would survive that if we we're going in reverse we probably would break down so i don't i don't know i don't think you can travel to the past but the future is definitely that's going to be happening eventually. The only reason why I think you can travel to the past because the past wasn't always the past. It was at one point our present. So, you know, I just think that if you believe in multiple timelines, 
that the past is the past in this timeline, but it could be the present in another timeline, which means that if you believe in wormholes and all of that stuff and time d dimensional travel, then that's how you can do it. But it, it all depends on, again, how do you view time? How do you view timelines? And what is present to you? Is that a subjective measurement? Is that an objective measurement? And uh, Well, that's, yeah, either way, that's subjective. Yeah. Time is objective, so your exactly. present is not someone else's present. And people are actually looking at our past. Well, not people. Let me say aliens would see our past. If aliens exist, right? Aliens exist. I mean, even on this planet with different <laughs> timelines or different time zones, aren't there people living in our past and our future and the same no. planet? Or just the future? It's no not our future. The, that's their, it's their future. That's yeah, what I'm saying. They're living so in their future, we're, but we we're, see it as their... But they're, they see it as their present. It may seem like so it's that's the what I'm saying. Us, so it's it's all about how you interpret it. But like way, like try if you travel to a different time zone, technically, are you going into the future exactly, <laughs> of like, our time, or are you going into the past when you go back a few hours? Like it's kind of like saying. that. So it's it's a very it's, interesting concept. But we're gonna manipulate time, and we're gonna keep this conversation moving. <laughs> and we'll do that by getting into what TV shows or movies actually got the showcase of time right. It's so funny that you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ultimately, I mean, granted, I haven't seen every television show, every movie uh, that deals with time, but I would say that for the things that I have watched, it seems like people in Hollywood get a bit creative <laughs> with uh, their interpretation and or how they want to showcase time in their films. And so... For, or TV shows, so for instance, shout out to Fringe, we love the show. They had an interesting interpretation on time. We're currently watching Flash. They have they have a lot of different interpretations that's very interesting. But yeah, time, <laughs> time being one of them. Then we have Star Wars, they go in one direction. Like I think that everyone has their own little spin on this. And uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's interesting, but I don't know if anyone's gotten it quote-unquote right because the concept is too fluid in nature to have one way define it. So, that, so the answer is, I think, no one. But what do you think? I just think a lot of those shows just overcomplicated with interdimensional travel yep. and wormholes and yep. all sorts of stuff that's not really proven science and it's just like... Speculation. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not anything at this point. But one movie that I think was really good was Minority Report, which mm. showed a great display of time. It wasn't actually time travel, but they did peek into the future, which I think was, it, like I was saying before, it's possible. So I liked how they showed it in that movie. They they didn't have some weird machine that's like traveling back and forth or nothing special, just looking into the future. That's pretty cool. And if you haven't seen that movie, you, you're doing yourself an injustice, so go see that movie. Spoiler alert, shade. <laughs> All right, well, why do you think time is so important then? Again, I'm so glad that you asked that question. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Yeah, listen, sass. <laughs> Sass alert. Wow. Yep. I'm going to call you out in all your glory. Uh, so ultimately, time is the most important asset we have. I was just speaking to someone about this recently. When people come to you and say, or come to you and or when people come to me and they're like, hey, do you have five minutes? Do you have 10 minutes? You know, depending upon who you are and what you're doing in this world, that could be the equivalent of you giving away $50,000, $5,000, five million dollars, $50 million, uh, maybe even $5 billion. Like time 
is something that you cannot get back, as you like to claim. Once something is in the past, that timeline is done. We can't access it anymore, right? So when you are spending time with people who are wasting your time, that's a problem. When you're spending your time doing activities or doing things that don't make you happy or fulfilled or evolve you, that is a problem. So it's important because it's something that is constantly dissipating in our lives, yet we still have to make the most of it. So you have to be more strategic and more conscientious about how you use this asset in a way that's different to money or uh, resources because you can always make more money. You can always adopt more people and get more people in your family. You can always get more friends, but you can never get more time. So that's why I think it's really important. But why do you think it's important? I think it's important because it's one thing we truly can't just buy, you know. True. You just... Unless you're... uh, what? what is his name? Uh, Justin Timberlake. In that time movie, and you have the little clock on your arm. Even in that, can't you still get hit by a bus? Maybe, but you did. You could buy it though. <laughs> I think that's how they clocked can, it can, in or something. Bought, I, he bought time or something. But I don't. I mean, I don't know if they had that in the movie. They had somebody like get stabbed, and then you buy time and you still live. I don't I'm know. I'm sorry, Justin. I fell asleep. I can't. I don't. Know. Hey, don't say that to your boy. I know. It's your boy. But but I think it's I'm not funny. talking about Flavor Flav. Yeah, but that's what you call him. Though. <laughs> Flavor, flavor. No, when you talk about Justin, you're always like, that's my boy. Exactly in that voice. Uh, until the incident that was with Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Until well. then. All, not all things last, guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yep. And they also say you can't buy happiness, but I don't agree with that. Uh, yeah, Amazon would, I think, uh, <laughs> beg to disagree. <laughs> I think for me, I've had plenty of happiness with things that have been purchased. Uh, so, uh, I, much. yeah, I, I think what they mean by that is the fact that you could have anything in the world and still be unhappy, which is absolutely true. I think that, yeah, but you can buy stuff and choose to make those things make you happy too. <laughs> they don't make you happy. It's you about the that, time though. that you choose to, to you could choose to be happy by, by well, how you spend your money. Happiness is or a spending choice. spending your money to travel. Yeah. It's a choice though. That's the yeah. funny thing. So people are just choosing Buying to be can... unhappy while they're richer or yeah. choosing to be happy when they are richer. But you know, I, it's, it's that another, it's a lie. You can it's buy another happiness. episode for sure, because that is definitely, I just heard, uh, J. Cole talking about that issue too, that he was like, you know, it doesn't matter all the success in the world, you can keep pushing and trying to achieve things and still be very unhappy. Of course you can. You know, maybe you need a, a new choice. personal shopper or something. I yeah, mean- <laughs> that's your choice, though. If you chose to be unhappy, that's on you. But you actually bought, it's kind of like you bought the, um, you bought the, the cow, but you didn't drink the milk. It's like that. That's you. Well, that's the other thing, too, that people <laughs> are you have the cow, just drink about the milk. that, like, if Go you ahead. don't have the time to enjoy your success, are you happy, right? But are that's your you choice again. Successful? Again, it's your choice not to have the time to enjoy it, because you can always just do whatever and Decide stop to not do it. and yeah, just yeah. get and enjoy it. It's, it is always up to you. You can do that. So time is different, though, than in my terms of buying happiness, because you cannot buy time at all. There's not... There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You can pretend, but you're not buying time. I mean, at least not in our happen. reality right now, yeah. It, well, yeah, I don't know in any reality, unless you're affecting, like, luck, and if you believe in destiny, if you're affecting that kind of stuff. Watch Flash. I mean, that's the thing, because <laughs> time is going to, it's going to happen, you know? It's going to come, and it's going to go, and your time will be up when it's up. I don't think you can just pay money to increase that, just because you, even if you pay money to make yourself healthier, that's not necessarily increasing your time, <laughs> not true 
this conversation is going in a whole new direction. That's so it's like a final destination way. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. We're getting really prophetic and also slightly depressing. Oh no, time! Oh, How could you no. do this to us? <laughs> it's all time's fault, I say. Yep, let's be the victim. Yep. Oh, the, what is it? The father of time, or yes, I forgot something like that. Mm-hmm. The saying <laughs> you can't get away from that. How should we spend the time that we have? <laughs> wow. Well. I mean, I think you probably should spend time doing things you enjoy and being around people that you generally enjoy. That's pretty, that, that's the first step to doing it. Okay. But you also got to spend time learning about other people that you might not understand, you know, mm. just to get a better sense of who they are. Because I think far too often we're quick to criticize and judge things because we have no clue what it's really about. We, we listen to what we hear and we take it as gospel, but mm. we got to actually take some time out and learn a few things about other cultures and that we'll actually find out that it's actually a good way to spend our time you know with other cultures you can learn a lot so that's why traveling is like great thing so i think some of your time should be spent traveling at least a little bit of it interesting you know you'll get to more know about other people and you're less likely to dislike them just for unfounded reasons (laughs) shade i love it well yeah there's a lot of people that do that you know these people they're the ah! ones that are throwing shade and stuff for no reason. They don't even know the people. These people. Those people. Those people. I we just, love I, We'll it. keep it general so nobody can specifically be offended by that statement. <laughs> See? Pop to it, love. I listen. I think at the end of the day, I completely agree with you. I think the biggest issue in our society as human beings is that we do not have enough empathy for narratives that are not our own. And, uh, and it's, you're absolutely right. The only way to understand other narratives is to get on a plane and travel to another continent to go and explore the internet and watch something that doesn't just agree with what you always say and what you always agree. Uh, try to agree or not agree, but like learn other perspectives. Even if you happen to be a umper, uh, wow. If you get my drift. Okay. (laughs) You know, just actually gain some knowledge then. Woo! Coming, coming at you. Um, try to be open. I think that the more openness of spirit, the more openness of heart is how we can be better people. Uh, but we digress. How do we spend time? Uh, Business Insider, shout out to Business Insider. They have an article that breaks it down simply by saying, you should spend your time with the right people. You should spend your time on the right activities. Like I said. Yep. Yeah. Enjoy experiences without spending the time. Expand your time. Uh, be aware that <laughs> happiness changes over time. And then also I found another article on life Ex- hack. <laughs> I don't know if the, the without expand spending time. the time and the expand your time. I have no clue what that means. Go to WokenFree.com and check out the article. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no clue what that means. And then on life hack. They add, uh, and I really like their ad additions that they they shared, which is we should spend more time with ourselves rather than the needless dramas around us. I completely agree. Meditating, I guess. Uh, But also just cutting out bull. Like this year, I have cut out a lot of uh, literal garbage. (laughs) Uh, And it has been the most freeing of my time as well as of my spirit. Why are you spending time with, as, as Lifehack shares, needless drama around you let that sink in there guys let that mull in your head and think about what and who that matches that definition uh we should spend more time reading instead of watching tv go figure 
<laughs> we should take care of ourselves instead of worrying about failures and mistakes. Exactly. We need to take action instead of procrastinating. How many type that type time wow. type of people say I need to do this instead of I did this, right? <laughs> uh, also, yeah. we need to learn and educate ourselves rather than staying in wrong relationships. I was Whoa. like, Life Hack is giving you life oh. right now. Like they just giving you all your business yeah, wow. <laughs> and a banana. They're, They're telling like, you how to live your life. Right you better there. get your life. Life hack said. Wow. So, this is how you should be living your life is what they're saying. If okay. these are things that you have not considered for yeah. yourself, please do. And if you are, but you feel like you could be doing a better job, talk to us about that. Because I think that we all could benefit from some of the things we just literally, like, if this was all that you take from this episode, <laughs> your whole life could be transformed. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Woken Free Nation, y'all know. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? Scenario one. Jay and Jen Brooks are twins with very different attitudes. Jay loves to scuba dive with dolphins on the planet known as Earth, while his brother loves to travel at nearly the speed of light to uninhabited planets and never return to tell of his tales. After 50 years of traveling, though, Jen calls it a quits and decides to throw a party where he boasts of all his mighty conquests. When Jay sees his brother after some 50 years, he's surprised to see he actually looks younger than he does. He thought the traveling would take a wear on him, not make him younger. What do you think caused Jin to look much younger than Jay after all his space traveling? So this is this is to answer for children, right? Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. This is okay. definitely a family-friendly This is, okay, family-friendly answers. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, mm... <laughs> I think uh, by living his true best life. <laughs> that's oh, that's a, a good one. That's why he's uh, looking younger and probably has a nice pep in his step. <laughs> and he's, he's living his most authentic self. And I think that when people choose to not do as much uh, interesting and fascinating things, you get a, you, you can see that in, in their eyes. You can see that in their skin. You can see that in, in who they are. Okay. So... That's one theory, and then also there he might have interacted with like cool ass aliens That's who gave one. him like a an interesting serum that is not currently <laughs> available on Earth. Oh, all right, and uh, and so he's taking it, and so he's Benjamin Button in this, and he's like, yeah, and by the time the end of this, I'm gonna be like oh, an infant. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, awesome. So those are my theories. Uh, right. <laughs> I had a feeling I, that you'd give that second answer. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. So my answer to this question is the scientific answer, which you talked about earlier, of time dilation, where clocks ah, travel slower, or time seems to move slower when you're moving close to the speed of light. So ah. that's why he's actually looking younger. So you don't believe there's like a weird mm, kind of a moment, or that there is there is some special serum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you need all that stuff. I mean, you can have it because I don't know how he survived traveling near the speed of light. So maybe he maybe took a serum on Earth that made him age younger. It's possible. Uh, you never know. Maybe, maybe he, he cloned that. himself. It's not even him. Maybe it's like a weird. He would situation. do that even though he has a twin brother back on planet on this planet. Don't even ask me that question, Khalil. Because <laughs> <laughs> that now you're asking like a, a ethical question. Should twins clone themselves? Jesus, please pray. When they already have a clone. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Is that really fair? Scenario two. 
in a galaxy far, far away, Captain Zandadel loves betting on the races she sees on planet dirt. She guesses the outcome perfectly every time using her faster-than-light spaceship. She first looks at what future races will take place on planet dirt, then jumps in her spaceship and actually visits the planet to find out the outcome, and lastly comes back and places her bet, all before the race actually takes place. Is she doing some type of time traveling, or is something else going on here to aid Zandadel's apparent luck? Like, I can't. Khalil! <laughs> <laughs> first of all, what? first of all, all right, let's it's hear first. Planet Dirt. Oh, okay. Planet Dirt. Planet Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Transformers. <laughs> uh, and then, secondly, Zandalel. Yeah. Hot mess. That's a nice captain. Hot mess. That's your captain, my captain. I couldn't even pay attention to you because of the madness that was happening with Xandadel and Planet Dirt. <laughs> so that was too much for you. My answer is I don't know. Is she time traveling, or is she doing, or does she have a great, like, luck streak going on? So either feed into the gamblers listening, or <laughs> <laughs> feed into the theory, uh, the the what is that? Uh, conspiracy th- artists or theorists on time travel. Uh, I, I guess I'll go with time travel <laughs> and not give in to the luck thing because I, I'm, you know, do I believe in luck? Yes. But, you know, I don't want y'all going out and playing lotto every day. So, <laughs> well, uh, they're not on planet dirt, so. Planet They're not dirt. betting on the races on planet dirt, so that's the problem. I think that's the issue here. What's the but answer? I would have to say... Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You got the answer perfectly. Winner, winner, chicken dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it. You got it, lady. The things that come out of your mouth, Khalil. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> yes. I'm are only, you surprised you by are that? the only person in my entire life who've ever said that. Story. Oh, okay. That's I didn't make that up, though. That's Did a real you time thing. travel and, <laughs> <laughs> and hear that answer on another weird planet that's led by chicken leaders? It, it might have been planet dirt, planet but I don't know. Dirt. It's hard to say. We're literally losing our minds. We have to we have to keep this one. All right, let's, we're finishing this up. We're down to the last scenario, so let's get this one done. Scenario three. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do it, guys. Fiona was the first child born and raised in a space station far above the Earth. Everyone was excited to meet her on her first visit to the planet at the age of 65 and a half. One thing people noted is that she seems slightly older than they would have thought. What is the explanation for this? You tried it. I, is she spending too much time near the sun? I mean, like, I don't, or she didn't, oh. she didn't take the serum. So these are, these are all like time examples. That's what all these scenarios were about. If you haven't realized yet. So I did. I just don't know the answers. Oh, all right. I feel like I'm failing the test of time. Well, you could have guessed it was something <laughs> about time. Like something's happening to her time. That's not happening on earth. So what's happening is when you even uh, astronauts experience this, but it's on a really small level is that when they go to the space station above the earth, time is actually traveling faster from them. It's because there's less gravity on them. Mm. <laughs> so time travels faster when you escape gravity. The gravity of the Earth actually slows time down. Isn't, isn't that so weird? So Chickadee's really like 92? Well, <laughs> she, appe- she appears like she's like, she appears like she's 75. Was 10 years older okay. than she really is. And this has never been done, by the way. There's no, there, a child hasn't been born in space. So they did this, have this a, is a, a theoretical, recent movie that came out. It's a theoretical scenario. scenario. 
So I don't know, you know. Yeah, she looks older though because she was actually aging faster on the space station. Fascinating. Okay. And yeah, that's what the explanation is. Guys, thank you for listening. This was a hell of an episode. <laughs> Long and, one too. Yes, and we are at that time again. It is the end, uh, coming of the end of our forty-fifth episode of Woke, Woke and Free. Uh, <laughs> Dynamite. This was quite the episode of uh, talking about time. If I could, I would re rewind <laughs> what we just did. Reverse, reverse. Reverse, reverse. Just like that. Oh, to the left, to the right. Oh, you gotta, you gotta bust out <laughs> dance moves, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's the only way to do it. Oh my gosh, it. did everyone see and learn what the electric slide is all about? Uh, check it out on Facebook, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just learned that that is not what I thought that song was about. So that was, and again. Truly eye-opening. It's electric. Woo! Will we, will we leave you hanging for what the next episode is going to be all about? You know the deal. Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we'll be talking all about what is the future of humanity. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you would like to be a guest on the show, all you have to do is hit us up on our Contact Us page on WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. And submit ideas for upcoming episodes. And of course, if you haven't hollered at us on social media and you want to talk about some of the things that we're putting out and sharing, please feel free to reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Until next time.